Welcome to From Beyond, a podcast about consciousness, metaphysics, and a wide variety of provocative spiritual topics. I'm Michael Vodder, and I'm here with Universal Channel author and spiritual consultant Cindy Riggs. Cindy has been practicing professionally for 20 years, and she has a unique and fascinating perspective on spirituality. You know, it's interesting, the because um, we talk about like... Um, how like if you believe that Jesus is your personal savior then he is kind mm-hmm. of thing and if you believe that you're validated because of that and you have value because of that eternally mm-hmm. then you do mm-hmm. right well it's and but like I can see that in retrospect but now I can't make believe it since I sort of like the mm-hmm. bubble's been popped right you took the you took the red pill I took the red pill yeah mm-hmm. well I kind of feel the same way about some of this like metaphysics stuff too because like crystals and pyramids and all that like I can't wholeheartedly yeah I can't wholeheartedly believe that the crystal is healing me because I know that it's in my mind that's right and I know that a piece of paper with a picture of the crystal could be healing me just as quickly Mm -hmm. right that's absolutely true and so where do I go from there because I can't make believe that the crystals are helping me anymore well where you go from there is you start working on the mind yeah Working off the mind, really, letting go of the mind more, and yet engaging more of the, your mind fullness into the intention. Hmm. Yeah. And what are the what are the true techniques for that? Because so many of these metaphysical techniques incorporate straight up paganism, right? Or things that. You brought up paganism again, and I'm not sure what you mean by that. Like. Well, just um, like straight up. Like or animism, I suppose, like the belief that the crystal has intelligence, and I'm not saying it doesn't, because if you believe that it does, then it does. If it's part of the particle field, so it has to. Sure, sure, but the mind is the active ingredient. Mm-hmm. My belief is because the active because you're observing ingredient. the crystal, you are having a concept of it having consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, but I'm not an animist, right? Because an animist literally is brought up in that belief and just believes it without thinking, right? I'm, I'm. You don't believe without thinking anymore. I, exactly. So, for me to believe would be make believe. Right. And but that, everything we believe is make believe. Well, I think that if you really sincerely believe it, it's it's different. Like, if you're a kid, like make believe is is the concept of when you're a kid and you're you're playing dress up and I'm gonna make believe I'm a pirate. You know you're not a. You pirate. You know you're not a pirate. Right. <laughs> but you're right. making believe it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's different. It's different for me to for me to believe that the crystal is healing me is different than for me to make believe that the crystal is healing me. The active ingredient is much smaller. Does that does that make sense? Like the, I think so. Yeah. I wonder if anyone truly believes a crystal is healing them. Oh, I think that people really do. Do you? Yeah, like some like other psychics that I've yeah that I've met with are I might. Like, I see you as, as more of a, uh, I don't know, like more of a modern <laughs> psychic in a sense. Like, more, uh, your, your perspective is, I think, a bit broader than a great well, many. Well, you've even mentioned to me before, like, you're surprised that I have some skepticism. Yeah, you're you're pretty <laughs> skeptical for a psychic. I am. Right? <laughs> I, am. I, I know psychics who would, yeah. who would literally just hold a crystal up to you and say, this stone is healing you. And okay. it's, as straight, it's as straight forward as that. And I would be thinking in my mind, 
I'm sure this crystal has lovely energy. Let me experience it myself. And then if I decide to use it to amplify that which I am intending, then great. But I, I would have to say that I'm probably at the point where I believe my intention is a little more powerful than a stone. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that stones are bad. I'm saying they're, they're very helpful. I have seen stones. Ken Harsh, an amazing man who was here in Ohio, um, who has passed away, but he would do stone layouts, which I actually used to do with clients, but I, my techniques have become so much more powerful that I don't really need them. But mm -hmm. he would lay stones all over your body and they would actually change color. I saw it happen on really? me. Yeah, we did it on live television. And those stones, they were uh, carnelian stones, just in 20 minutes, uh, a great deal of the color had disappeared from the stones. They were turning whitish. Hmm. And he says, yeah, that's your body absorbing the energy. It's hard not to believe when I see that happening in front of my eyes. Interesting. But, you know, could it, could energy be replaced a different way? Many ways. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that the stone can't heal a person. Mm -hmm. I think the stone can heal a person just as just as well as Jesus can, mm -hmm. right? Right, sure. That's a heresy if I've ever heard one. <laughs> but, um, I mean... Depending on who's listening. Yeah, yeah. But um, the... But well, you were talking about the people me, who believe no matter what. They just believe. Right. And that's what the Bible says one is supposed to cultivate, a childlike faith. Right? Yeah. Well, I can't have a childlike faith anymore. Not, I'm not now. I've, I've, I've grown out of that. Right. Right. I no longer make believe that I'm a pirate, you know, or at least I could. I could. You could if it's Halloween. Yeah, or sure. Something. Um, <clears throat> but. Uh, but you know you're not a pirate. So maybe that is the thing. Maybe that is part of what one need, what one can cultivate, uh, productively, is that sense of make believe mm -hmm. that children have. I think that's very powerful because even when I teach people to do past life regression or any type of hypnosis, um, I'm, I'm saying picture this in your mind, visualize this. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I can't see anything. Well, I'm asking you to pretend you do. Yeah. Because the more we practice with that pretend function, that imagination, the more we can develop our intuition and then we can have actual visions in a meditation that that's we didn't cultivate ourselves. So maybe that's my prescription then. If I there think is it one, is. is. I think it is. Learn it's how like, to make believe again. Yeah, because return to that childlike state of being. You know, if we don't exercise a muscle, it's not going to grow or become stronger. Yeah. So we have to exercise the muscle of our imagination. It's hard because I know I'm not a pirate the same way that I know the crystal isn't healing me. In a sense, I mean, it can. Right, and I could be a pirate. We, we can't say that the crystal is or is not healing you. Right. <laughs> right. Um, because I do believe that every stone has a consciousness. Mm -hmm. Whether it's something I can talk to or not, um, some I can, some I can't. It certainly has energy. Definitely right? has energy. We know that. We know that. Objectively. That's right. Um, and we know that energy can convey information. And we know that energy follows intent. Yeah, <laughs> we know all. Of, we we know each of those pieces, mm -hmm. right? Or at least we believe them. Yeah, there is a there is a path to knowing, even for the uh, scientifically minded. Oh yes, and I have to repeat what I've heard a few times from the spirit world. 
you will know that you are enlightened when you have no more questions. You will just know that you know. And there's nothing to question. There's nothing to think about. Right. You just operate in the flow. Yes. Well, then I'm very much not enlightened. <laughs> well, I'm not there either. But I will say I've had glimpses of it. Yeah. And maybe that's all we need while well, we're Well, yeah, here. I have too. Um, those moments, right? Of, Transcendent moments. Yeah. Where time stops and things become different. Mm -hmm. And you become completely peaceful and centered. Yes. Yes, those mindful moments. Of course, it would be wonderful to be like that all the time. And when you said being childlike, that might have something to do with our, our phrase, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Because if a, a, ch a child or a person has never been introduced any of these like religious concepts or good and bad, right and wrong, they wouldn't know the difference. The mm -hmm. ignorance would be bliss, although they wouldn't really know what bliss is either, I wouldn't think. Right. They just are it. They just are it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I guess that's the thing to do is to get back to that feeling, mm -hmm. right? And it's not something to do, it's something to be. To be. Yeah. But it's and a yet choice there are, of being. There must be, there have to be actions that help to facilitate the being. That's right. right? Meditation. Yes. <laughs> Ego removal technique. Yes. Yes, exactly. And any kind of practice, I think a lot of the rituals of the spear ritual um, societies over time were invented to distract the mind from the normal thinking. Mm. I have a few techniques that I'll use with people if they're having a panic attack or whatever's going on to interrupt their brain pattern. Because mm. sometimes that's all we need. We just need to drive to work a different route. We need to do something that is not the norm. Yeah. We need to interrupt our brain pattern because we're stuck in a pattern. And when people come in here and say, I'm stuck, I want to say, well, what are you trying that's different? Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you they're trying to feel safe. Yeah. They're trying to not do anything different because that feels, you know, more secure, more safe, more in, more in control of their reality. And that comes naturally. That's a natural response to yeah. their situation. Well, it's a natural response of the ego mind. Right. Mm -hmm. The mind that we transcend the animal through spiritual mind. practice yes yeah. the instinct i guess i'm not sure if there's anything else i can say you see this is what i would normally say okay we're going to stop talking and i'm going to put you on my table and we're going to start doing some energy <laughs> because if i keep engaging with your mind we're not going to get too far right we have to get the mind out of the equation mm -hmm. then i can really do some transformational work for people because the mind is entrenched Right. Right. What if you try to do, well, not try. What if you do the <laughs> ego removal technique? What if I do it? You mean right now? Yeah, right now for everyone. For everyone? Yeah. Who's listening? Or just for me in the presence of everyone. I can do it for everyone who's listening. Okay, do that. Oh, let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Great. So make sure your ankles are not crossed. And I'm just going to merge with a consciousness I call the oneness a collective of all spirit beings in the universe at once. Pretty casual. I'm sorry, what? Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, there, another thing I'm told is you, you take things way too seriously, you humans. Relax. Have some fun.
Okay. The first step is uh, with three deep breaths, we are going to raise everybody's vibrational frequency. So hopefully everybody is relaxed. Now, some people already feel tingly or some odd sensation, maybe even lightheaded, and that's wonderful. I'm going to even raise the frequency a little bit more than usual because some listeners may be having an experience for the first time of feeling their own subtle energy. Now, here comes the pulling away of negative energy. All the negative particles of energy that you no longer need or that are not helpful at this time. Now, just relaxing, noticing any sensations anywhere in or around the body. Eyes closed. And now pointing the eyes downward toward the lap or the floor. Not the head, but the eyes. Pointing the eyes downward. Just notice how you feel. I don't want to say anything at this point. Normally I would test you or the client to see if the issue, well, and I will ask you, Michael, but <clears throat> taking the time to, to open the eyes very slowly and then for you, since I'm talking with you, first of all, I would expect all of the listeners to feel a little bit different, a little bit more peaceful. The light might look different in the room, and I would also expect that they will not feel as stressed about things that may have been stressing them out before they listened to this. Now you, I'm going to ask to look down and tell me how you feel about trying some new techniques, practicing some new techniques. Uh, I feel good about that. You do? Yeah. Does that feel safe to do? Yeah. Yeah, it feels interesting. Like. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're scrunching your eyebrows like, ha, 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 why do I feel different all of a sudden? <laughs> that technique is the most powerful technique I know, and I am amazed at the way that people respond at the end of that. It, it lasts up to two hours, so it's very temporary. What are you thinking about? You're still looking down. Uh, it's, it's a good um, follow-on to our whole conversation, you know, because... Here's a here's a technique that conveys a powerful, that delivers a powerful intention, right? It's a powerful yes. It's a powerful intention of temporary disconnection mm. of the fearful part of ourselves. Yes. Now what we should have done is this first, and then but then we wouldn't have anything to talk about probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yet hopefully it will give you a new perspective and a new motivation to try some things. If it doesn't, that's fine too. 
Right. But if you ever feel like there's still something more, then I would recommend that you still try more things and I will continue to help you and to guide you with new techniques, new ideas. And now Cindy, what, what would you say is the active ingredient in this, in this exercise that you just did for everyone? Intention. It's intention. It's kind of a silly looking technique. If you uh, see me do it or if I teach you to do it for yourself, mm -hmm. but I know it works and it was given to me by the spirit world. I have done groups before, so I do expect people to feel different now. Mm -hmm. I, people's pain will disappear over the phone when I do that one technique. And I think, and this is fascinating to me, I think that's the difference between paganism and you is that you're aware of the larger context. Yes. Right? And you're still able to convey, you're still able to choose a technique and to practice it wholeheartedly and to deliver that to people. Mm -hmm. And if I choose a technique and I practice it wholeheartedly and then all of a sudden I'm like, eh, <laughs> I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure if it's powerful enough. I'll go on to the next one. But I'm, uh, I'm, I've actually moved out of the position of choosing techniques into allowing techniques to come to me. So um, because I'm communicating with higher consciousness most of the time while I'm working, I get new techniques on the spot. Right. And I don't know what they're doing and I don't know the science behind them and I don't even know really why my hands are there or what is happening sometimes. Right. Often I do. Often they'll show me the quantum physics of what's happening. Sometimes they don't, and I don't care anymore because I know it works and it helps. So I, I remove my mind from the equation and then there's more freedom of space for healing or for expansion. Hmm. Cool. My head kind of hurts. It does? <laughs> I, I realized when, when, when you started, when I closed my eyes and we started doing that, I realized that I had been holding my forehead weirdly. Ah. like scrunching it up wow. during that whole time we were talking. Because you were thinking too hard. I was hard. thinking so hard. Thinking yeah. so hard. Oh my gosh. Doesn't this feel better? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's going it, to, the pain will go away. Yeah. Why will the pain go away? Because I said it will? Or because, because we you believe, believe in the technique? Yeah. Yeah. I would say nine out of 10 people, their pain is removed or gone, I mean, chronic pain disappears. Does it come back? Sometimes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it depends on if they engage in those patterns of belief again, patterns of thought. Yeah. We have Slip no clue how powerful we are. Yeah. So I'm glad you feel better. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, and thank you for the engaging conversation. Oh yeah, it was fun. Very brief. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Because I'm fascinated with the mind. I'm fascinated with how powerful we are to believe and how powerful we are to change those beliefs at any moment. And I'm fascinated by spirituality and the modern incarnations of, Good. of spiritual thought. I'm glad. I hope you stick with it. Thank you, and thank yourself for taking the time to entertain some new spiritual concepts today. I hope it has been interesting and or helpful. You can find Cindy's channel books on Amazon. 
Kindle versions also available. And visit my website, cindyriggs.com.